3: What's up, world? This is your man
4: Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're gonna dig this. <laughs> Here's the talk of the town. We take you to the hometown Martinet in Brooklyn, where
2: Bobby Millet and his orchestra are offering a program the of the dance music. Of the town. <laughs>
3: Talk to the town.
4: July 18th, 2013. This is the middle man on top of the Town. This is your boy, Al.
3: This Kevin. What's wrong, man? It's not like you out of the today, man. Yep. It's very hot it? day. Very hot. Man. Damn it, homeboy. It's one of those courses, <sighs> man. It's summertime, man. You know what time it is, man. But you know, um, a lot of young ladies out here wearing... Real short shorts.
4: Mm-hmm. I ain't looking,
3: but they just wearing short shorts.
4: So if you wasn't looking, how do you know that they were wearing short shorts?
3: I mean, it's a difference between glancing and looking.
4: So you was using your peripherals?
3: Yeah, I, I you know what I'm saying. I rolled by and I saw that and I was like, okay, and I kept it moving.
4: Uh-huh. All right, I heard that
3: there. Yeah. Using the
4: peripherals. Yeah, man. Shout
3: out to our man, Troop of the Dunn out there listening live, man Appreciate you, homie Troop of the Dunn Yes, sir legend. Ah, PTA man, legend, baby. You PTA Oh, yeah What's
4: up? What's, PTA what's up? Legend, what's
3: up? baby hey, what's Man, what's up? I, I tell you, man The entertainment is getting crazy Let's talk Man, I'm going to tell you something What's up with your boy Kanye West, man? And, and, and you asked me a question a couple of shows back Did I get the chance to listen to the, <laughs> the album? Yes, what? I did um right. <laughs> I it's gonna I can't even say it's gonna take a second to grow on me, man. It's mostly like I'm really not knowing where he was going with that. I mean I can see some of the I could see some of the angles that he was using with the records and, and some of the things he was trying to express in that album. But when it came down to it, my man, I'm like, what in the world was going on when he was doing this C D? Was it a drug induced type situation? Was he in the studio high? You know what I'm saying? What what was going on with him? Do he even drink or smoke? I
5: don't know. I don't know. I
4: mean I I, I, I think he probably would drink some, but I mean I don't know if he smoke or anything like that. I don't know. I think Kanye man he he just I don't know, man. I really wanna I really wanna see what type of books he be reading and what type of um, Alternative music he listened to as well to get his inspiration, because he got to be pulling this from somewhere. I mean, it ain't falling from the sky.
3: It, it may be, man. You know what I'm saying? It just, I guess he feel like that's the zone he need to be in with his music at the moment, man. But I'm trying to understand what was the principle of what he was doing, man. I'm, I'm really not understanding it. I
1: think you know what I'm saying.
3: I mean.
4: Well, 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 you got to think. People felt the same way when he did the 808s uh, and heartbreaks.
3: Like, what the hell Kanye was things? thinking? Dude, this sounds no, like straight 8-bit video game music, man. I, I mean, it sounds like he stole some off off Nintendo. Yeah, I that. I'm, I'm not that. tripping on it. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. But and then you know, a lot going on with that, brother, man, because it, it kind of falls into the topic of what we're talking about today. You know what I'm saying? The silent voices. At one time, we can look at Kanye to be a voice in hip-hop, a voice of yep. our people. You know what I'm saying? When you heard College Dropout, man, you was like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? This dude is this dude speaking some some, some deep lyrics. This dude is talking about some things that, you know, we all can relate to. Even, like, yep. late great Tupac, man, he spoke about things that we can relate to.
2: Right. You
3: know what I'm saying? But I look at... Kanye West now, man, and he's fighting the proper rise, telling us don't speak again. Mm-hmm. Hit his head against signs. I mean, what did they do to him?
4: I don't know, man. I think I think Kanye is only like his uh his effort mode right now. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I, I, I can't I can't say. I can't say. Now one person I do like, I do like J. Cole's album. Okay. Um I really do like his album Um, He does have some um, Interesting Storylines And um, Topics So We'll commend him on that I haven't had a chance To listen to Mac Miller That's the only album That I don't have yet That came out Mm -hmm. uh, The same day So I haven't had a chance chance To listen to Mac Miller I mean I've heard people Say that It's it's pretty dope But you know if You like Mac Miller You probably like this But that's the chance to listen to it yet. So,
3: Matt Miller know. seemed like a toned down version of Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. 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 I try to get everybody to
4: benefit of the doubt. So I listen to everybody's music and stuff like that. So, um, you know, because I like to listen to music. So, you know, just to see where people are coming from. So that's why, you know, I look on WorldStar every day, just try to find some new artist that may be on the come up or may just have some good music in general that I can just go look up. More on them about it. So, um, and there are still a lot of talented artists out there that don't get heard. So, right.
3: Um, but you know what, man? This this one thing about that too, man. For all the people out there that have internet sites, you have uh, uh, ways of you know putting people on to new music, man. Y'all hit us up, man. We want to try to spread the word for you, man. Because like right now, it is ultra hard, ultra hard yes. to get good music. Now, I mean. There used to be avenues, Rap City. You know what I'm saying? uh the basement with, with uh, you know what I'm saying? All those different avenues. You got a couple of things out there right now, but truly to find independent music now, man, is is damn near impossible. Yep. You like know, going to a I mean, Bristol, CD man. sales are not what they used to be, or uh, I mean, like everything is. I mean, you got certain sites out there for DJs, but that's not general. That's not that. That's general public can't get to that.
4: Right. Right I have access to it So I don't
5: know Well Brings us to today's
4: subject Really? Yeah um, Silent Voices That's the title of today's subject We're going to be talking about As far as that one time Artists were the heartbeat And the voice of the community Speaking out on all type of issues Such as civil Community Social And promoting education Now in recent times The topics that were Important to the office I mean excuse me The artists in the past, they're rarely talked about, and/or irrelevant to today's artists. So today, we want to discuss the powers that the artists have of today. Have they lost control of their freedom of speech? Why can't artists use the mistake circuit to promote more powerful forms of their music? And should artists take a stand to speak out on current events that are affecting the community? Your artists break away from major labels And deals to gain more freedom of speech What are some of the consequences And penalties of speaking Your mind in today's music That some of the artists may face And are artists really Role models So we want to discuss These particular questions Of course if you have any questions or comments that you want to discuss, make sure you post them on the chat board if you're on the chat board. If not, you can dial 718-508-9972. The phone lines are open. Um, and we definitely matter want to fact, get to everyone's comments.
3: Yeah, matter of fact, man, we got our man Trooper the Don. man. We're going to go ahead and bring him in and see what he got to say, man. Trooper! Yo, right,
4: what's what's, feeling, man? what's
3: going on, fam? See,
2: what's good, Jack? What's crack like?
3: Nothing much, man. We out here just trying to... Put some wisdom and put some words out there, man, right. so we can discuss what we can do to make this hip hop game a little bit better for our future, right well, I hear you. well, first of all,
2: man, you know what I'm saying, I'm down here in Mississippi by way of the West side of Chicago, you know, it's always shout town to the die down go pools uh but anyway man uh, one of the one of the most important or vital aspects of of the of the industry is that local artists has to go into this with their eyes wide open and understand that this is called the music business. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm saying? It is a uh-huh. business. And when people begin to look at this as a business, then they'll begin to look at themselves as a business. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Right. My, my, name, my name is Toriano. That is my name. But Troop of the Dawn is my business. You, you understand it? It's right. right. As far as freedom of speech is concerned, you know, we, we that's a very broad category, and um, a lot of what's going on today in the music industry. If you listen at it, is listening at a lot of the music, especially the hip hop music, that's been removed from its direct uh, uh, connotation as far as its original art form. Even the mm-hmm. videos has been watered down. If you pay attention to the videos, the yep. systems are no longer no longer showing their bottoms, or uh, a lot of the, a lot of the things have stickers on them if if words have it meaning. So right. you know it's like you, you you can only say certain things, and then nowadays mm-hmm. certain words are even legal to say even on TV or tele, uh, telecasting or or, or 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 and so forth and so on. But as far as the locals is concerned. You know, what we have to do is, especially those of us who are in these various states and in these various communities and, 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 and so forth and so on, we got to learn to uh, embrace some form of unity, artist unity, create a platform where we stay at and pool our resources together and make something big happen. Most artists that I come in contact with are only interested in making noise for themselves. And when you come into the right. game with a selfish eye for our point of view, You're not going to go too far, especially when all of you are geared towards one goal and objective. So you'll find that you'll be able to create a movement if all of you in that locality get together, create a movement. You might want to even create some kind of dialogue regarding, you know, uh, what you can do to make this thing better. Take, for example, New York City. So artists in New York City, you know, work with artists in New York City. If you recall, DMX. When DMX first came out, you know, I think, where do you win? Like five, uh, four or five times platinum? Yeah. A, a mm-hmm. Okay, yep. he did yep. that right in New York City because New York City support New York City. California support California. Florida support Florida. ATL support ATL. In Mississippi, most of the people are doing things, are reacting based on historical uh, issues. In Mississippi, most of the people are poor people the average rate of income is very low. And so when, when something major happens, you know, they're not really used to or accustomed to having anything. So what we're doing is most artists here suffering from an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. They're looking on TV, and they're paying attention to the way Jay moves, the way Drake moves, the way Wayne moves, and most of their music is beginning to sound just like the artists that are outside of their parameters. Now,
3: True. Right. take this say? Out. It out. You just said something very interesting. They copy mm-hmm. what they see and what they know. Now, you right. and I, we grew up in a time where artists had something to say. Remember, Andre, right. at the end of the uh, social War, he said the South got something to say. Right. A long time ago, you know, you can listen to a record, man. You can hear from a social aspect, a political aspect. Right. You can hear all right. these different combinations of things. Now, right. like you just stated. They looking at what somebody else doing over here, somebody else doing over right. there, but they're not bringing right. them to the record. Why do right. you think artists don't have like like what's going on in their community? Because you know we used to hear artists talk about South Central. We used to be like, man, right. what's going on in South Central? We put on right. the tape. We well, eat. Well, well one of the
2: reasons one of the reasons why most artists, uh, especially the local arena, most of them are not speaking about what's actually happening in. They're talking about what's happening in, 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 in a community where, say, for example, Lil Wayne derived from. That's because mm-hmm. they're actually, they, not only are they suffering from an identity crisis, but their music is suffer, suffering from an identity crisis.
4: If Thank they you. Thank to you for
2: saying if that. They, if they brought to the attention uh, to the world, of, for example, what goes on in, in Mississippi? How many artists do you have out there now putting out records that's talking about Trayvon Martin? Things that are relevant and prevalent that's going on in today's world. Nobody's really talking about that. Right. And and believe this. Now I'm gonna I say this. I, I hope some people in the powers that be don't take it the wrong way. I, I actually, I really don't care. You understand? What I'm saying. But right. a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with record execs and people are in that are in positions a power to regulate what an artist can say all the way down to the creative aspects of, 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 record production. You know, if I was to say, if I was to get up and say, uh, well, this, this is just for an example, if Barack Obama, okay, right now we got a problem. But if you look at the freedom of speech clause back in the history, when the man burnt the American flag, they, they, they had a problem with that. So it went to the mm-hmm. Supreme court. The Supreme Court ruled it as, you know, it wasn't a problem. It was an act of freedom of speech. Okay, but nowadays, you can't say certain things. And a lot of that has to do with the, with the people that are behind the curtain, pulling the strings, regulating yeah. the creativity of the artist's production and what the artist can say. And that's Ooh, bad. Right. That's very bad. And that's what makes the music industry now... So lukewarm. It's not original. Wow. It's not true to his art form no more because right. you got people that are behind the curtain pulling the strings, actually telling these artists what they can and what and what they can't say, and that's a problem. I find that
3: to be a big problem.
2: Cause Man. Latin music is an acronym to me. It means real African people to me. You,
3: know what I'm <laughs> you heard that right, there. yo Yep. I'm telling you, so. you just the synopsis was just on point. Yeah. Precise, exact yeah. to what it needed to be, man. I right. mean, the question was asked, and for all those just tuning in, right. have artists lost their freedom of speech? And like Trooper just, you know, eloquently stated. Hey Kevin, I got. It's to get back in the studio. Because hey man, we appreciate you for calling in, man. You can download this show, play it for the cast in the studio, man, and let them hear. It. All right. Appreciate, man. He just dropped – We just dropped this call. I think we just lost his call. But man, he just made a a, a great show. Yeah, he did. Yeah, mean, he did. It, 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 it's... Wow.
0: <laughs>
3: mhm. Yeah. I mean, yep. do you have anything to add on to that, man? Because I mean, he he, he basically put it in put it in perspective.
4: Yeah, I, I think the the um, you know we have a lot of younger artists coming up, you know, in the game now, and like he's right they don't have an identity and, the, and their music is having an, an identity crisis because they're doing what they feel will make the money and what what they feel the clubs will play. And like you'll hear DJs, they'll even say, I have to go and listen to other DJs to see what I need to be playing Right in the club. I need to listen to what's happening on the radio so I can make sure I keep people on the dance floor. Why is that? Now, if you look at how hip-hop started off You know, um, they played whatever was hot, like whatever the fans gauged or whatever. You know, they played it. I mean, it could be something brand new. You know, like and and it like the content was so much different. You know, and and like you had different areas that had different type of music or whatever, but those people in those particular different areas supported their music. Right. General. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't like a blanket, you know, um, like a blanket covering of everybody listen, listening to the same thing. It wasn't like that, you know. Like I told you yesterday, like I went back and I and I watched the um, the movie Beast Part One, right? And you know that that pretty much like broke it down. Like I mean, like every like even even over in New York, you know, of course they had their different boroughs and different areas of New York. Right. Different people flock to different artists, and they supported different artists, but they packed the house at all times, you know, independently, you know, but independent artists these days or whatever, I don't know if they're afraid, you know, some may be afraid to actually speak, you know, what they need to speak or speak their mind. You know, some do what they feel that the next person in the car will bump my music instead of actually doing themselves. Right. So I see we got another caller that um, wants to comment. You want to break him
3: in? Yeah, this our man Blaze right here on the ATL, man. He's gonna uh, for you know so he's gonna let everybody know what's going on with Nation, man. They got a contest uh, that we want everybody to support out there, man. What's up, Blaze? KG, what's going on? What's going on? What's like? up, man? Cooling, 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 cooling. before before I get into Nation's
5: uh, contest, I do want to kind of chime in on on, the, on, on artists in the industry and everything right now how it is.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you think they, they lost their freedom of speech, or do, they, you, do they you think are, they lost their power to to speak upon things in our communities and issues that we have?
5: They're, yes, there's 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 a real big identity crisis right now, and that's one thing you know that trips me out. Like I think I just heard two of the say, like, you know, back in the days when we was into the NWA snoops and the J's when we was first coming out, like they were they were they were they were they weren't. You know what I'm saying? Like they followed somebody but they still did it and did it in their own in their own right. I feel like you got so many independent artists now trying to make it so bad just for a short run instead of thinking long term that basically yeah. they're willing to do anything to get through the door. You know, the you yeah. know, this whole entire you know, the Jay Z, you know, when Jay Z just dropped his whole entire album or not on Samsung, that was genius. Yeah. That was so genius. You think like he made five million dollars up front, a million copies sold and with platinum. That's a business. That's a business man. That's that's not J V saying, I wanna drop a mixtape, I'm gonna be hot tomorrow. This this him saying, Okay, I'm trying to revolution revolutionize something, you know, to in the end of future. And that's right. one thing like that's one thing a lot of you know, a lot of independent artists aren't trying to do is is just what's going on now. How can I get myself in the club right now? How can I get on the radio right now instead of creating a, you know what I'm saying, creating a movement for one. Right. And if the two and if the two, you have a lot of these artists that have been around who are really taking time to to mold and and, and brand a lot of these good artists. So in other words, excuse my language, but we get up a lot, a lot of the bullshit. Yep. Mm. <laughs> you know yep. what I'm saying? Like yep. they, they not they not they're not taking time they're not taking time to really say, you know what, you know, what? You know I'm gonna help you mold your craft. You know, back in the day, yep. even when I even when I first started, we they used to be the artist development classes, PR, somebody they gave you the whole rundown. And make sure you sounded intelligent, looked appropriate. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you just get up there yep. you know, like like some like some blundering idiot. Now, and it's to the point now where music is 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 hip hop has kind of left the African American culture and is now being ran by white people and Jews. Uh huh. That's right. I mean, and that's really that's right. what it is. You know what I'm saying? So you know, basically now you have you, you, it's kind of like you know, to get in right now you gotta do a song and a dance to get in or either you can take consistent and say and say strong minded to what you are doing and build your brand and you can still maintain your own lane where you're able to negotiate you a deal and not just take what they give you. That's exactly right. the right reason why, you know, you have artists who come and go so quick. I was just telling my girl last night, y'all not notice how quick Trinidad James came and left?
3: I I'm I'm just like, you know, that that is the norm now. You know, like mm-hmm. you'll see a guy for a second hot as far as like Radio, TV for a minute, then they have to put them out because, number one, the main thing that they did not build was a fan base.
2: Mm-hmm. And right. a lot
3: of times with that fan base, man, you got to be talking about something relatable. I, I don't even understand the whole concept of, of putting out a whole album that I can't relate to. I can't relate to you talk about you getting doped up all night. That ain't what I do.
5: Yeah, I have a
3: variety of, of exactly. talking about different things. you know. And I'm not knocking exactly. anybody. if that's your thing, that's your thing. But you know what I'm saying? You got more to talk about than just that. As Trooper was stating, as far as even dealing with Trayvon Martin, Young Jeezy, as you probably know, just put out a record dedicated to Trayvon Martin.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm not why? mad that he did that by why any not? means. But at the same but, but, time, wait. why wait to after the fact to put this out? There you now go. When right. it first started.
4: There you go. My, my question is is why? I mean, of course, Jesus ain't got nothing really on TV or on the radio right now. But well, 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 I take that back because he did have that uh, RIP. But I don't, I, you know, I ain't, I ain't with that. But why now though? You know what? Like, what's your purpose behind that? Like, are you really like feeling for for the family is it or are is, what you is trying is it to really make
5: promote? money? Yeah, promotion, exactly. promotion, try, trying to stay relevant just so he can keep, exactly. just so he can continue to go do shows, go get his hundred grand. And not really mm-hmm. give back to the community and not really give to Trayvon Martin's family. I guarantee he's going to do a show this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, make, I don't know, a cool 300 grand, and yep. ain't going to contribute not one dime. Nothing.
4: So, you Nothing. know, man,
5: it's just, it's just, you know what, I mean, like, and Grant, I love music. I'm in the music industry, but the way I view it, the way I handle, you know, artists I work with, like Nation, I got a home with Ryan B., you know, I got different people I work with. I'm like, you know, you got to stand for more than just, okay, I'm trying to get in the club. I'm trying to have a song, a hot one or something like that. No, you trying to build a career where you can open up doors for the people who may need jobs. You yep. got this. You know I mean, I mean? come on. You got to be able to build a brand. And I just immediately just have lost this identity just that everybody's hopping on everybody's nuts, excuse my language, just to get in.
3: Pimp C, C, C said before he died, man, we're going to lose it, and it's going to be gone. Somebody else yeah. going to control yeah. it the same way what happened to Rock and Roll. Same way what happened to blues, the same yeah. thing that happened to jazz. We going to lose.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Now yep. so we gonna yep. we're gonna kinda of shift gears off of that right there, and I'm glad we got you on the phone, Blaze man. You're welcome to sit around and chill with us, you know, on the phone, man, if you want to. Uh oh, but yeah. um let's let's go into this part right here because Al, I think this is one of the most important things. We did talk about the way that these guys put themselves in a position where okay, okay, if I had the opportunity to put out more records like this, I would do it. You know what I'm saying? We yes. talked about that offline. But the question mm-hmm. is, why can't artists use the mixtape circuit to mo- to promote more powerful forms of their music? And what we mean by more powerful forms of their music, things that 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 can mold and shape the minds of these kids beyond I'm about to go the bull crap. Get this, this, this gun. I'm about to go get this dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. about to go. You know what I'm saying? Do something stupid, you know? Saying why don't they use their mixtapes to promote that form of their music? Because you know you can't do it with the labels. No, y'all know what the labels are. Everything, everything,
4: everything everything is going to have to be approved. But nine times out of ten, what they're going to do, they're not going to approve it. Like I need a, I need a radio hit. I need a, a commercial Mm hit. I need a club song. I need a song for the chicks. You know, that's what they're going to shoot for you to get because. If you go back and look at the last past, maybe what five, five to seven years or whatever—well, really longer than that—you um, can gauge on the album. Like, if you were to go and buy somebody's album, you can gauge on the album which songs will be their singles.
3: Yep. You know, yep. and
4: mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, like I listened like the uh, other day, I listened to EPMD Strictly Business album. All of those songs on that album could have been a single, <laughs> in my opinion.
3: You know what you I really That's
4: that del- that just that's just my opinion. But see, there now you can see
3: guys that recently have done that, but the records are not like they they were designed records and that that's Rick Ross mm-hmm. and um and, and uh what's his name? Ludacris. As we all yeah. know, Ludacris was a radio guy. And something's right. going on with Rick Ross as far as man, I don't know what that is, but that boy knows how to pick records. You know I mean?
2: Yeah. But the
3: majority of the stuff yeah. that he a lot of the stuff that he did is that form. But when you hear these guys' mixtapes, man, I'm like, dude, they dropped four or five mixtapes in five months' span.
4: Yeah. Now, a label that I have so much respect for, um, which they do have an artist on a label that is signed to a major label, I respect TDE, Top Dollar Entertainment out there in in Cali. They have some good Artists on that label that can really spit and they have conscious awareness type music. Right. I mean, Ab Soul is mercing people right now. Schoolboy Q is man smirking people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, J Rock came out or whatever, but you know, J Rock dope too. You know what I'm right. I mean? mm-hmm. saying? And they and they talk about real stuff, not no bullcrap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even even like their the songs in which they were actually play, I guess you would say, in a club form. If you listen to the content, they put knowledge in your brain. Right. That, that's
3: you know what saying? Saying? That's that's right then that is right? And then we look be. at, man, the content factor of it. You know what I'm saying? The right. content factor of it. Um, you know, right. when when will we be able to see and expect more content from these artists? And uh, I think mm-hmm. right now, man, we got our good friend, Charlie Brassett. We're going to go ahead and bring him in. Uh, Blaze, I'm going to put you on hold for me, and I'm going to bring you that's back, cool. all right?
5: No problem, no problem. All right. Charlie, what's going
0: on? What's going what's on, on? Now, I, hey, I was listening man. to you I was listening to you talk about Rick Ross, and I wanted to bring up some things that you probably may be aware of somewhere in the back of your mind. You may not, but keep in yeah. mind that Rick Ross is a veteran in this music business. He didn't do, oh, pop up after uh, with hustling I mean he started out working with uh Tony what's Draper and he was on Tony Draper's uh a label uh Swaz House back in the day. Okay, so, okay, okay. You know, uh in addition to that he did a lot of ghostwriting uh for uh trainers with his and trainer and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So when you're a ghostwriter what you have to do is you learn to craft records for the particular artist that you're dealing with. So, in addition to doing that, Ross has lived in Texas. He's lived in Florida. He's from Mississippi. Right. People don't know that. You know, he he doesn't emphasize that enough for me personally, but he's from Mississippi. Oh, in the Delta. And, pardon? No, he ain't from the Delta. Delta. He's
3: from south, like, close to Meridian.
0: No, I thought he's from the Delta. He's from Florida. Yeah, he's from the Delta. What am I talking about? My bad. Yeah, he's from the Delta. He's from the Delta. So I, I, I'm saying to you, having lived in Texas, where well, they make really good music. I love Texas music. Living in Florida, mm-hmm. and then having worked around people like Tony Draper, worked around you know, uh, split and slides, A and R. Because you work closely with A and R people when you're a ghostwriter. You work right. closely yeah. with producers. You learn how to craft songs. You learn how to pick. Uh, records. My problem with Rick Ross is there's not enough social commentary in his music.
5: That's mm-hmm. my problem. Thank
0: you. you. I think he yes. makes good music. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he makes good music. It's pleasing to the ear. But when you start analyzing what it is he's saying, uh, uh, there's not a lot of social commentary there. There's no not whatsoever. Com- you know, and, it's not, and it's not a lot of different f- topics either. Exactly. I, mean, much the yeah, same I remember telling his publicist, um. Uh, oh, God. I'm, uh, she probably don't want me to put her name out there, so I won't. But I remember that's telling
4: right. his <laughs> Pardon? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, that's fine. Go ahead. Don't.
0: I remember out because she wanted me to hear Porter, Miami, because I was telling her, you know, I I said, I was just saw hustling, but she kept saying, you know, you got to hear the record. So after I heard the record, she was anxious to hear what I had to say, and I suspect Rick wanted to hear what I got to say, because I thought an artist generally talk through their publicist. And I said, you know, it's a good record, it sounds good, but here's the problem. There's no social commentary, and then on top I don't know anything about Rick Ross listening to that record. I know Mm. nothing about Mm. him personally, or his struggle, personally. I don't know why his persona is out there selling a a, a record, I mean, selling dope like he is. I don't know how he feels about it. I know nothing. I said, now, if I put on a record with Scarface, I know a lot about Scarface. I know he's right. a manic depressive. He doesn't, he doesn't run from that. He'll tell you on the record. I know that he doesn't necessarily condone gangsterism. It's a way yeah. of life that he's trying to get out, and he's constantly struggling with that. I know that there's an inner turmoil between his moral uh, character and the, the character that he has to play to survive in the streets.
3: You okay, man, you let me, let me ask you this right here, man. It's, just, it's falling right in line with everything that we're talking about tonight. Um, should artists take a stand and speak out on current events that affect the community? Because, I mean, okay. we just spoke about, you know what I'm saying, them losing their power, their freedom of speech, and not using their, their other modes of putting music out to have, you know, more powerful records out there. But should they take a stand and be like, hey, man, I'm not talking about what you want me to talk about no more. This is what I want to talk about.
0: Listen, Amir Baraka, who has a uh, book under the name Leroy Jones, L- Amir Baraka has a book called Blues People. And in that book, he says that you can always tell what's going on in the black community by simply listening to their music. To so their music. Because the music always reflects the time. Now, organic black music that comes from the black community. It's going to speak about a variety of things. It's going to speak about life. It's not right. just going to speak to one topic. It's not going to be all about oh baby I don't want to have sex with you. Oh baby let's get in the bed. Oh I'm selling dope every day. Or it's going to talk about life, the totality of life. So mm-hmm. to answer your question, yes, I feel my personal feeling, my personal preference is that. I like artists who have something to say, some type of social commentary. It doesn't necessarily have to be as hard as TV or the right. crew or any, but it has to say something. I mean, to so me. shows that you're paying much, attention at least. Exactly. Yeah. That you, you understand what's going on in society and that you understand uh, the conditions under which your people are being placed. It's not, you know, you can tell me how much you sell at some point in time you got to stop selling dope. That's true.
3: Jay-Z, you know, it, it looks crazy, crazy, but Jay-Z gotta, to still talk about dope, you know? Like, dude, you exactly. got to sell like Master P. Exactly.
0: And is and somebody that I know and I've had conversations with. Like, if you listen to The Last Dawn, or if you listen to I Really Miss My Homie, you know, those were solve, okay, these are the consequences of living in the street. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, to me... Mm-hmm. Who was really, really, really good at that was UGK.
4: Oh,
3: One man. day you
0: hear the next man. day you go.
3: Exactly. Yeah. That whole riding dirty this album was an ode to living the way you want to live and the consequences of living. And like the
0: consequences that. of that. And that, to me, is what's missing because you've got 15, 12-year-old kids listening to rap. It's not like it was mm-hmm. when we were coming up. Right. You know, right. you got the kids are getting younger and younger, they're getting less and less informed about what's going on in the real world. A lot of kids, you know, if you listen to rap music, you think you can get away with going, uh, selling drugs, and you never go to prison. I've, I've yet to hear a record about prison, what prison life is really like.
3: For all those that don't know who we got on the line with us right now, historian, uh, hip hop historian, journalist, playwright, poet, this is Charlie Braxton. If y'all ever heard about anything from The Source, uh, man, any magazines from back in the day, this is him, so this is a very credible source right here that's trying to tell you guys you need to wake up and use your voice. That's why you rap. That's why you touch the microphone. That is your purpose of speaking on that thing instead of talking right. about a whole lot of nothing. So, you right, know, you yeah. can choose it if you want to. That's on you. Now, well, I well, want to I, I ask this question right here, and this is for everybody. Okay. If you want to get in this conversation, uh, you can dial seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two. The phone lines are open. Uh we definitely gonna get back with our man Blaze before the show is over, period. Because uh, we definitely wanna get with his uh his uh situation with Nation and the things they're doing for the kids. But Charlie,
0: mm-hmm. should
3: artists break away from these major labels and deals to gain more freedom of
1: speech.
0: Should they stay they away from I, them I, so they I'm can a strong talk advocate of Box independence. Kids. I'm a strong advocate of independence because at this point, with the with the advent of the internet, with the advent of uh, you being able to directly sell music to your audience, there's mm-hmm. really if you've got a, a good hustle game about you and a market ga- a marketing game about you, the only thing you really need the la- the majors for is access to uh, maybe a, a mainstream radio or a mainstream uh, video. But I've seen independent artists break through with that.
2: Yeah, I've seen yeah. them do it. You know, as
3: a prime example, even though they were fine, they didn't have a lot of radio play. They didn't have a lot of that promotion and and things like that. And they still, man, I think them, MJG and 8-Ball, a lot of these artists, man, they could have actually went independent. Even though they started their own labels after the fact, they still should have used that momentum and made more things and did the records that they want to do, which 8-Ball and MJG did. And Pimsy and 8-Ball. I mean, C and Bun B.
4: And, and, and And the thing with those, you know, those type of groups they made good music, good quality music. Like you have some people who have like a good independent grind, but when they get to the point where they are at that mainstream level, and you know people want more, it's like the uh, you know they fall off the gas pedal. You well, know, let's it's like the they have to, let, let, let,
0: let's keep it one hundred percent real, and and, I, and and this is no disrespect to anybody who may be working for a major label, but. Major labels aren't really good at picking talent and and, and nurturing that talent. In other words, finding a a, a gem in the uh, rough or a diamond in the rough or some potential talent and nurturing that talent, they're not good at that. They're not good at even marketing. Because what they do now, and i said this on Dirty States of America, they do South Can A&R. What they do is they look at the South Can. now what they're doing is looking at blog spots and looking at downloads and see who's got a popular uh, presence on the Internet. Then they run and scoop that person up and they put the record out there.
5: It used to be,
0: And to show you that they're not really good at marketing, used to be an a, a artist can last at least five albums. Nowadays, when you sign with a major label, you, you're lucky if you get two.
1: Yep. You're lucky
0: if you yep. get two. You're yep. here today, you're gone tomorrow. You know, and, and used that's to their be, model. That's, I've talked to some record executives, and they'll tell you that's the new model. You know, you just yep. find the new cat, put him out. If he doesn't work, okay, no problem. And then on right. to the next thing. It and used what, to be, Right now, what and used looking to be for is up. volume and not volume. And if you want to get caught up in that grind where they put you out there and you may get a little support for two years, and then you're on your own, well, fine. But if you want to build a career, if you want to build a solid audience like uh, Tech Nine has, Calico Chris has, and that whole Strange Music family has, um, you know, stay independent and grind. It's a hard grind, but in the end, You're responsible for your music. Nobody's telling you what this. Well, we think what's hot right now is for you to wear some shiny pants. (laughs) Nobody's going to tell you that. It's your label. You own it. To answer your question again, yes. And you got those shiny uh, pants.
4: What? Nah, 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 nah. I will. I will admit this. Now, back in the day, you know what I'm saying, like, this is through the company Massimo. I don't know if y'all remember that, but I did have, a like, a, a shiny silver coat that was from Massimo.
3: That's hot. So I
4: can't. I will admit that. That's a little shameless plug for me. As a matter of fact, I still got the coat. Because to me, it's, it's a well, it's I a mean, but if you want to
0: wear it, if you're an artist and this is what you want to do, I don't have a problem with that. More power to you. That's you. That's who you are. Right. You know, right. but if you were somebody, and, and I've seen this uh, a million times, how many people remember the clips? Yeah, oh, definitely. You mm-hmm. know I do. Uh, the, the clips when they first came out, were more of, on the Goody Mob style. They were more of a conscious rap group. Exactly. Yep. And they started
3: selling dope, it's I the They
0: started selling dope, dope. Now, mind you, their first album, Lord Willing, you know, they were trying to kind to try of to inject some, some social commentary, but the the more they got into it the more they got caught up into the system and the, or like I like to call it the matrix, now they dope boys extraordinaire.
3: Well one of them had a
0: song saying this is sounds like God I oh mean I was like what the heck?
3: I know man. That that hurt me right there, Charlie. That, that hurt I mean, me right just, there now it's, you had to it's
0: comment. crazy. If and, and now here's the now th- here's the thing. The cliffs no longer are together as a group
3: because right. one
0: brother became a born again Christian. No malice. Yeah, no No Yeah, yeah. He became a born again Christian, and 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 now you wonder. And I I actually I say this to people all the time. I can name a number of people who left the music business, who were stars, who became religious. You wonder what experience they had to make them do that.
4: Yeah, that's right. And speaking of you know Cliff, you know Charlie, Pusha T
5: would
4: admit. You know, those conscious songs that they had on the album, that was really his brother pushing him to do that. You know, oh. he, he you know, he admitted that on a uh, like an interview he had with either Power One oh five or or maybe um, on on Sway in the Morning. But um he admitted that. And Malice will tell you well no Malice will tell you that as well too. You know, he was always, you know, thinking about like the conscious nature of their lyrics and what they're putting out. Yeah, some you know, of the things no in which
0: I, I'm sorry, I hate to cut you off, but I remember reviewing a record for Murder Dog, Uh mm-hmm. Lord willing, and there was a song on that called "Rapper I'm Not You." Yeah, and yeah, those I knew it was because I could it was hard for me to tell the two of them apart because they—they almost virtually like twins. But I knew yeah. this was um, no malice, no malice record because when he he said. Um, Yes, it pains me to see the need that all of them lost souls, and I'm their Jesus. He's talking about uh, selling on the corner uh, selling uh, drugs, and he talks about respect and sympathy to the street. I even see them about uh, uh, drugs when they... Well, I'm paraphrasing this. When their children didn't have anything to eat. He said, but where there's a demand, someone must supply. So I served the teens, but on the inside, I cried. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, yep. I, I mean, I was one that. of the most powerful lyrics yep. that I could, especially during the time when you had people like Rick Ross hustling and Gigi slanging drugs right. with no remorse.
4: Yes. Yeah. You know, I
0: remember, yes. um, what, and I say this cause I knew Pia. One of the, one of the things about having a relationship with rappers is you can tell them when you think they're wrong, you tell them to their face. Um, I remember when I heard, uh, ghetto dope, he said, what do you think? I said, it's a good record, but one of the most irresponsible things I've ever heard you do, and believe me, brother, you know I said you said some irresponsible. Nate Cracked is one of the most irresponsible records you've ever done.
3: Mm-hmm. You know you do
0: going have to give, you're going to have to pay for that.
3: Now, Charlie, I mean, man, I mean, you know, I mean, as far as even just with these guys, um, you know, losing their, their their voices, you know, as far as like their, their ability to make good records and, and, and speak to the general public, and become more relatable. Um, and why do you think is so many artists out there now, man, that they just stray away from trying to relate to the general public out here and speak to these issues that that affects us all, even them? You well, know, I, those are just tuning in to the talk show, we are talking with Charlie Braxton, historic historian, historian uh, musical journalist. Whole nine, it's accolades long. But uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you well, like to this conversation, you can press I number one or um, dial seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two.
0: I have a theory on that. I think what is happening is, you got to look at it, mm-hmm. each generation of rappers gets younger and younger, and they're weaned on something that is getting weaker and weaker. All right. Oh, yeah. Now, look, you, you look at Biggie, let's say Tupac and Biggie. Okay. okay. They're, they're, the people they looked up to was Grandmaster Flash, The Furious Five, Public Enemy, Eric B and Y Kim, X-Clan, yep. et cetera. They, you know they were the same "quote unquote" uh, age bracket. Those artists that went before them had set a precedent for them. All right. Now mm-hmm. you look at kids who were listening to Tupac, right, and Biggie. Okay, well now you got a generation who that's their. I that's that's old school for them. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know when a kid says, oh, that's old school, what they're basically saying to you is that's not, not relevant. That. It's not relevant. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? So who they're mm-hmm. looking up to is they're looking up to the GGs. They're looking up to, even though Booty does try, and Bootsy primarily tries because Philo was his mentor. And and Bootsy will tell you he's a huge Park fan. But a lot of people And, and, and I remember a particular reporter uh, By the name of Carlton Wade I'll put him out there because he's my friend
3: <laughs> What's up, Big uh, T? Yeah, he, was,
0: he was interviewing uh, Young Jeezy For The Source And when he told me, I said, oh He said, well, you know I said, well, you tell him I said He said, if you tell him I said I'm not pleased with what he's doing And that I think that he's, You know, this whole selling of drugs, and there's no social commentary, there's no remorse. And Carlton tried to defend him because Carlton's a huge fan of him, Right. And so Carlton's like, well, no, geez, you got social commentary. I said the, the, the closest thing I've heard him do on social commentary was...
3: My president was Huh? My president is black.
0: But that was, no, this was and before. He didn't even the, write that, it. That album, that album had not even come out yet.
3: We're oh, talking okay. about...
0: Uh, you talking about uh, some shot with me or... This, no, this wasn't come shop with me. This was the uh, Thug Motivation, uh, oh, the first one. The first one, See? Yeah. So what what I told him was, I said, look, you need to tell him that, that, that him encouraging kids to sell dope, there's no social commentary, there's no political commentary, uh, you know, which I don't expect, but at least some social commentary. He never talks about what it's like to uh, sell drugs to a pregnant mother. Mm-hmm. He never he never talked about what it's mm-hmm. like to walk up and sell drugs to somebody who might be your relative. Right.
3: You know, and how right. that
0: feels. You're destroying the community. He never talked about that.
3: You know, one and one it, other thing, it, too, Charlie, this one thing I want to ask Alan this too, and I want to ask both of you guys and to the listeners on the line, if you want to call in and comment on this question right here, please do. But what are some of the consequences and penalties for speaking your mind in today's music? Because it seems like even with our sports athletes, when they spoke upon the Trayvon Martin thing, they shut them down.
0: They lost you know, their When, money they, when they, they spoke shut about certain
3: issues, they get shut down. So, what are some of the consequences these guys are facing if they do decide to step up and say, hey, man, I don't care what you're talking about, I'm going to go ahead and speak my mind because this is affecting okay. my community?
0: Okay, but well, here's the thing. There, there may be some kind of. I'm
3: not going to sit there and say
0: they're not because. Uh, let, let's go back to this letter. How many of you all know there was a Willie uh, Lynch-like letter uh, going around on the internet uh, about the music industry, where this particular person who didn't name his name didn't put his
4: name on the on the uh, uh, letter? Was yeah, I know, the, I, know the, the, I know, I know, I know, I know. About, uh Charlie. When they had that big meeting, it's a big meeting with all
0: the major yeah. record executives uh-huh. who were involved in hip hop. And there was this guy, he said, that was there, who obviously wasn't involved in the music business, but he had called them, he he was in charge. And he told them, and this was in the 90s, he told them, listen, the people who own the record companies that are your parent companies have decided to invest a lot of money in the private prison uh, industry. And the guy was like, okay, well, what's they got to do with us? He said, well, we want you to start finding acts, promoting acts that promote criminal behavior among black and Latino youth. Yep. Because, and now, now, the reason why was because they suspected within 10 to 15 years it would increase the prison population. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And the guy was disgusted by what he heard, but he, he didn't say anything publicly about it at the time. And one of my mm-hmm. friends said, "Well, you know that letter's probably bogus." I said, "Well, if it is, let's just look at the let's look at the reality."
4: But, yes, look at the timeline.
0: Let's look at the timeline.
4: Yes, yes. Because
0: it was the '90s, with the early '90s by the mid, when things started to change. By the mid, yes. by the mid to late '90s you couldn't find a good public enemy group being signed or promoted oh. public enemy was fading at that time not like they weren't making good music it was just they weren't being promoted X-Clan was off the scene mm-hmm. you know uh, the coup was taken out Paris was taken out yeah. you know even though they still made music they weren't being marketed promoted like death row right even Tupac, yep. who started out being somewhat cautious, conscious, yeah, it was a conscious, became rapper. even more erratic and more thugged yeah. out and more gangster.
3: But yep. even even with all that that we see what happened to those guys, you know, we we saw the change. We saw that whole evolution of what happened with with hip hop as far as it becoming more oriented towards pushing the prison, you know, like pushing people towards the criminal criminal side of things. Today's artists, they embrace it. They're running with it. They are that. But it's a few in there that try to speak out, and you can tell on some of their mixtapes they want to say certain things. Because I made yeah, a point to Alan, you just like you were saying about, you know, one you about was one it.
0: of those artists that I thought was going to be the type of artist that was able to speak to the streets uh-huh. as well as, as say some social commentary. Uh, but he got taken out. I don't know for whatever reason, but, you know, he's no longer – and one of the things was it was exposed that, and now this is what I find. Charlie, but who, who was the it artist,
3: was, though, Charlie? Pardon? Who, who was the artist?
0: Oh, I'm talking about Plies. You know, Plies, Plies had records, you know, on his first album and his second album where he was talking about social commentary. Um, said, you know, uh, what he said, I'm scared to go time." you know, where he was talking about how he didn't want to get involved in drugs, but so he didn't want to deal with it during bedtime. So he was trying to figure out yeah. how to get out of it. You could tell he was trying to figure out how to put a message in and still stay street. What I found interesting was all of a sudden people started bringing up the fact that he went to college, that, you know, he really wasn't a thug. And slowly but surely he sort of faded into the background.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know I don't know whether or not These rumors That he It's true he went to college He never denied that He didn't emphasize it When he came out Which I wish he would have But you know yeah. Given the current climate That hip hop is in It's not cool To be smart It's not cool To be educated Yes mm-hmm. Although you'd be surprised mm-hmm. At the number mm-hmm. of rappers Who are educated Trinidad it's, it's exactly is right. College educated Yes
3: yeah you know it, it what I'm just saying? ain't like it just ain't like though Charlie there's so many artists out there that just you know they they have to fall in line or you know they'll lose their deals. That's why I was asking about the consequences well, I mean, you I, know was I, looking at that from that aspect
0: I think that if you're independent and you build an art, here's the thing the music industry is greedy. they they're greedy, they're about money, okay, and I tell people this all the time when conscious rap was selling. It wasn't that the record companies believed in what that clan was saying. No, it was making money at that time. It was popular and it was making money. Yes, exactly and so right. They, they did not want to be left in the cold on the money making. True that.
3: Charlie, hold one second. We had a call that's been holding for a long period of time right here. We're going to bring in our man Biz from Texas out there in Dallas. Big D town. Well,
5: how y'all guys doing, man? Allen KG. Mr. Black, how you on, doing? Man. Pretty good.
4: Pretty how how good. you doing,
5: brother? I'm doing pretty good.
3: Um,
4: I just want to speak a little bit about it, um, but not even um, in rap music, but anything that goes against the foundation that um, the powers
1: that be have built up um like people have to apologize It's like anything that, that goes against Like everything now They want to be negative And if, if anything out there Anybody speaking on positive stuff or anything Or how they
5: really feel Freedom of speech They have to apologize and, like, You'll see it every day in the news Like
4: if you go against anything that's negative out there Now and and speak your mind about it You
0: have to apologize And you have to like make a statement Boy don't that's say a- nothing anti-Semitic but they
3: going in on you Right. Like, I don't, well, don't have And
0: Here's the thing people make anti-Black statements all the time. That's people true. make. The, the, the thing is, you know, I don't, the, the Jewish community is doing what they're supposed to do. If you say something bad about the Jewish community, they're going to let you know, You, hey, there's consequences. There are consequences. My oh, problem yeah. is: okay, there were no consequences <laughs> when their sister, Chantal, was speaking on. Um, the uh, on the state on the stand, trying to tell her story of, of, of witness what she witnessed, and then for people all over the internet talking about a, about her 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 addiction, her color, her calling her all kinds. The juror even I, I really I'm like wow. The juror was like, well, she didn't seem credible because I couldn't understand her. Right. They would have
3: felt the same way about old Dirty Bassett if they would have heard him. But
0: guess what? Mm-hmm. I understood. I, I understood her. I mean, I, I listen. I, I watched her, but here's the thing. People are saying these things and getting away with it because they know there'll be no reper- repercussions from the black community.
3: And that's right. right you know, just like Biz was stating, in Biz, if you could take your phone off speakerphone or turn your speakers down because we're hearing ourselves in that. So we'll bring you right back in. Um our artists, our athletes, our R&B artists, our politicians—people do not have the voice to speak up and say what they need to say. A right. lot of times, you got mm-hmm. the opportunity, especially like with our president. I don't really, you know, I don't care for to do like that no more. I'm be honest with you, but
0: well, you, he had millions of opportunities
3: alone. to say a lot of things that he don't say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are people in the communities that are figureheads of that community. They're not taking the chance to say, and they're also the preachers. Right. I don't mean stand up until it's a photo op. They're not standing up until it's a photo op. But, you know, mm-hmm. the most powerful thing in our community as we speak today is our artistry, our artists. A yep. lot of times we got yep. to look, a lot of times we look to them for inspiration, not just our rappers, but our R&B singers. Like back in the day, Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? What's what did Going we On? Do? Yeah. We listen to What's Going On to say, Something to our, to our souls, say something to us. But like nowadays, well, where is our, what's going on? Where is our, uh, uh, I, I uh, think that music is We are the world, world. world. Yeah. I think where, it's being where, made. Where?
0: Have you heard this, sister, uh, Sarah Barth? Uh, I think her name is Sarah Barth, or, uh, hell, she has a song called Hell Yeah, We Just Trying to Get By, but the devil's all in
3: my face. we well,
0: living link, in Please send hell me that link, yet. brother.
3: Please send me that link, because, uh, there's a lot of stuff I'm not privy to, you know.
0: Yeah. As yeah, as, I mean, but if you listen to it, the, here's the thing. What's happening is soul music, conscious music is being marketed into a niche, huh. a small niche of people who oh, those are those unconscious people. They do that positive stuff. So right, it's not right. being broadcast widely. You, you understand right. what I'm saying? It's
4: not being broadcast widely.
0: Um, right.
2: Charlie, you have Charlie, to look for it
4: Yeah. Charlotte, not to cut you off but since you just said that Talib Kweli did an interview with the Breakfast Club on Power 105 a, a couple of weeks ago and he mentioned that he said that his music has been put into the realm of conscious rap they they categorize him as a conscious rapper and Talib Kweli was like I'm not you know like I'm not in the category I do music in general this is me you know but they categorize my music as being conscious rap." Wow, he said a long, he don't know it's the label and and so you know, and he was saying that he didn't know whether or not the label was really gonna promote it like that or whether or not, you know, he was actually gonna get any records on the radio up at Power one oh five. he actually said that. And, you know, he was like he you know, he could care less if he does get radio play or not. He's gonna get his music out there any type of way. But he said people have always put him in that category because of, you know, when he went um, solo at the end of Most Devils, you know, to their solo path, whatever they immediately put him into that box, into that niche.
3: So, which is why said, a lot of rappers Alan, we'll, are now
0: Alan, trying to avoid that that, that that category because they yeah, think I it's mean, a with,
3: death meal. With that being said, end. with that being said, will we will we will we blame the artists, or should we just blame the labels and, and the, the, the PDS and all those people that kind of categorize these guys? So we. Uh-huh. Well, I think
0: think that there's blame to go around all around. including for everybody. Exactly. There's enough blame for everybody in this case. I mean, I I can't tell you how many kids or people I know, grown-ups, I don't listen to that positive Mm -hmm. rap. I don't listen to that positive music. Why? So if Mm -hmm. you're saying you don't like, you're acknowledging there's a certain thing as positive music that you don't listen to, then only the opposite of positive is negative.
3: Most definitely. So Something, Something is so wrong you, with them as a person. Yeah, yeah, Something right. wrong with their life. But, but I, I contend that they've been programmed to be that way. Yeah, yeah, I,
4: exactly, I, because agree. of what's been put in front of them. I mean It's it, exactly. it, exactly. it, it, what's been put in front of them. When, there's this thing called the golden age of hip-hop, which is
0: circa like 1987 through 92, I, I call it. Some people go by 88 to... 91 or 90 i say it's around the mid 80s To the mid 90s Yeah 94, 94 i say 94,
3: 95 Well there was a variety of rap music Yeah.
0: You know where yes.
3: I could listen to Arrested Development I could listen to
0: a Public Enemy, I could listen to NWA I could listen to Ice Cube I could listen to a variety of music Talking about a variety of subjects
4: Things, that's right you and they and, like this and a
0: variety song. of musical styles. You know, you oh, had a
3: beautiful planet. You know, people were coming with different styles. I jazz, remember... They infused jazz into jazz, it. Jazz, all little, kinds of... Yeah, little everything into it, man. Everything. I
0: remember jazz. when... You know, what I heard in a mu- in a video blog, and these are all-new um, the Boogie Monsters, who were Christian rappers. No, most people didn't know that, but they were Christian rappers. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard... Um, the roots, distortion, and static. And then I heard Bone Thugs and Harmony, thuggish, ruggish, bone. Two three completely different styles of music. You don't even get cats trying to invent new styles, lyrical styles, new flows. You don't even get that anymore. Right. Everybody's trying you to sound the that, same. Charlie. Everybody's trying to dumb their music down.
3: And and the thing you know, the thing of it is, Charlie, just like some uh Trooper the Don said it earlier, Blaze said it earlier, I I said it earlier, they're trying to get to their end goal, which is the radio. If you want to mute yourself, you're going to mute yourself to get to the radio, and then you're still not saying nothing at the same time. But, Charlie, we got another caller that definitely okay. want to make a comment, and we appreciate you for your time tonight, brother, because we're about to wrap it down in a few minutes. And thank okay. you for all the knowledge that you gave in, man.
0: No problem. I appreciate you all for doing this. This is a very important uh, forum. We need to have these forums more often.
3: Most definitely, we man. So Thank you very it. much. All
4: right,
3: all right, all right. Hey, Biz, man, did you have anything else you want to add in on to that before we uh bringing this next caller? No, I think I, I think y'all got it all um, in there. Okay, man, you be be careful out there in Dallas, man.
4: I'm gonna hold down. All
3: right, all right, we're gonna bring in our man, Fat Baby, man, Griffin G A Finest, baby. What's happening?
4: That was good, homie.
3: Not much, man.
0: What are your thoughts on this, man? Well, like, I'm just, you know, I'm just chiming in, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm just picking up, like, the ass in the conversation, and, you know, we oh, talking right. about, like, the golden age of hip-hop or, you know what I mean, like, like, how the artists, you know what I'm saying, like, get labeled in the conscious rap and everything like that right there. And I really think, like, right now, you know, as far as you go, look at it, all the all the music that I'm hearing, like, especially down here, West been playing on the radio. It ain't no drug-influenced music. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's that is that, that Molly music. It's that x right. music. You know what I mean? Right. It's that surf music. You know what I mean? Right. And, and like, like a lot of my favorite rappers, you know what I mean? Like, they just say, like, like, when the new Jay-Z and Kanye shit had dropped that time, mm-hmm. y'all folks, like, that shit's too lyrical. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? You know, and I'm like, damn, ain't, yeah. that, what, ain't that what being a rapper is about? You know what I'm saying? Being lyrical, you know, me being the artist myself. You know what I mean? When I was coming up, you know what I'm saying? We I used to have a dialogue cast, that was the thing you had to be. You had to be lyrical. You right. had, you know what I'm saying? I exactly. tried to the best the best lyricist. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I I tried to put some put some stuff in, in, in the music I was doing that actually make you sit down and think. And that's what's going on right now, man. You know, the youth they ain't got time to sit down and think. You know what I'm saying? Look at number, one of the number one songs I I ain't worried about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. At home ain't home, I don't even think you sit a whole sixteen and that I don't think I know. I ain't worried about nothing. Nigga I ain't worried about nothing. And that's what's going on right now, man, you know. And and, and I and I put some blame on the labels because they they start niggas strictly off singles. You know what I'm saying? All
5: yeah,
0: these, exactly all, all these rappers is out now, man, these is mixtape artists, man. You know what I'm saying? These they, I mean, about about fifteen years ago, man, these niggas wouldn't seen the light of date. You know what I mean? 'Cause that yeah. you know what I mean, straight up, that shit was just straight garbage. You know what
4: I mean? And since and since you mentioned you know that that song fact, baby, not to, you know not to cut y'all, but when first Montana album came out, mm-hmm. first Montana had a look on his face when he saw his album sales that was priceless because yeah. Puffy really you know like like he really amped him up thinking that he's going to sell you know three hundred thousand copies the first week.
3: You know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. Nah, Puff, <laughs> you know that stuff was whack and trash. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what I'm mean? saying? Nope. You but, but, of, hey, man, you I, put it I do at. truly
3: feel that it's up to us to uh, let everybody... You know, we, we have to... We got to get away from this whole aspect of thinking that if we tell somebody we don't like something like that, don't take it so personal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to let somebody know, this is not hot, man.
0: Yeah.
3: And, see if, that's exactly. the,
0: and the radio, I, I blame, man, like I said, I can't even listen to Atlanta radio no more, man, because it's like the shit is the shit is sickening to me you know what I mean like there's a lot of artists you know what I mean that's out here man that's actually putting out some good music some good substance you know what I mean like alright I am mm-hmm. saying, you know every night then you know for the club and shit you
3: know you gotta have that you gotta have that ignorance
0: sometimes you know what I mean but
3: not all the time play and, and time for there, everything there you go place. you know
0: there
2: you go. what I'm saying that was
3: a time even with radio man we we appreciate you for your calls and th- um, thoughts tonight man we're gonna let it wrap everything up man but uh you know, there was a time of the place, man. There was a time back in the day where you couldn't even hear certain records before ten p.m. Yeah, you know what I'm man. saying. Now it's all day, twenty four seven. I ain't worried about nothing.
4: Yeah. I in remember, example. I remember riding um, home from work, and I'm, I, and this is just a um, random day. I finally listened to the radio. I turned it on? This song called "Who Booty Is It." I was
2: <laughs> like. It's four thirty. You know what I'm saying? And they
5: playing <laughs> this, this type of music at four thirty. You know the kids I work with—they are you know
4: bumping and blasting this.
5: I go to my uh, sister house. She bumping it. Like what
4: what, what? what is that? Man, I'm 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 listening
0: to damn, uh Lil Wayne, Rich as fuck. And they don't have to edit this shit so much that Lil Wayne oh, probably no. got uh, what five words out. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling. I like to throw it up when I heard that Versace, Versace shit. You know what I'm saying? I like, man, oh, I'm
3: like that. like, brother. I'm oh, from okay. the
0: hood, man. Yeah. I don't know nothing about no Versace. You know what I'm saying? Give me something I can relate to, homie.
3: You yeah, I mean, mean some, it means some regular Wrangler. Yeah. I woke up, <laughs> up <laughs>
0: in a new, <laughs> oh, man. You know I mean?
3: Come on, yeah. man. I woke, up, I woke up in the house with no lights on. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. <laughs> right? Hey, man, yeah. we're going to get with you soon, too, man. I'm going to have to touch base with you, man. I appreciate you for calling in and sharing your thoughts with us tonight, man.
0: Man, most definitely, man. I appreciate
3: y'all, man. What y'all doing, man? Most definitely. All right, man. Appreciate most it. You. All right, all right, man. Yep. What we're gonna do before this show end, man? We're about to bring our man Blaze in to talk about this this uh, program. Him and Blaise, um, him and Nation got together, man, with the kids out there. Blaze, what's up, man? Tell everybody yeah, well, how they can win that money. All
5: right, we're, we're basically what me and Nation are doing, man. Just back to school for a lot of you know parents, and whatnot, just kind of help them out to be get back to the community. If you go to nationsaidit.com, It dot com, dot com and go to the contest tab, all thing you have to do is enter into your email address and you are right then and there you're you're qualified for it. And what we'll do is August first, August first we're gonna have a drawing and, and actually I'm gonna call in actually I'm gonna have matter of fact, i have y'all do it. I'm gonna send y'all a list of names and whoever name whoever names that y'all select. That's who wins the competition. So, basically, basically, what, what we need everybody to do is just really uh, tune in to the Middleman Show, Middleman Show, every Thursday. Go to com, enter, listen, enter, listen, and support what we're doing because there's a lot of good things going on in the community for everybody to, to basically, you know, be a part of.
3: All right. Re, um, give them the website. Give them any information they need to, as far as phone numbers, anything and like we- that
5: every everything's on the website nationsaidit.com you can go to contacts you can get my email address my number his his email address everything in the world is on on the website nationsaidit.com nationsaidit.com
3: and uh, if you could do us a favor man go over to our um our middleman the middleman talk show page on facebook uh we definitely going if you could post that up over there we definitely going to make sure that you guys can be aware of this thing man it's a great thing these brothers are doing you know, it's outside the box of what a lot of these guys doing out here throwing bottles and popping bottles mm-hmm. and throwing hundreds out there. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, but man, this he right is, here, is, it has a purpose.
5: You got to do something. It's just, it's just, it's, just, it's, just,
3: it's, just, it's a point of time. Like we
5: talked last week about the whole Trayvon Martin thing. It's just, it's point of time to stop talking and somebody step up and do something. And and be proactive. That's right. Be proactive. be
3: that's proactive. All right. That's
5: all it's about.
3: Most definitely. If you see any. Uh, you see these uh, uh uh petitions out there, you know what I'm saying? Move on dot move dot org or whatever the case may be, sign up for them. Get yeah. active. It don't take nothing but a, second. Nothing be, but be a part, second. Be
5: a part of the community. Be a part of the community, man. But once again, uh, Kevin, Al man, y'all doing the wonderful thing, man. I'm listening to y'all every Thursday. I'll just call in so much. Y'all had to put me on the show after a while as a as a as a as a host, but uh, to do uh, good right, brother. <laughs> we we'll are talking about that later, but good time to y'all have a great evening. Everybody listen, man, continue, continue on and support The Middleman Show, and make sure y'all check out com and sign up for the Sweet space for $250 for your kids to back to school.
3: Most All definitely. right. Y- y'all it. want that money? Make sure y'all go to com. Al, this has been a great show, man. Um, I appreciate everybody that took the time to listen. Also, um, as you speak upon the show last week, man, Y'all make sure y'all go check out the show. is The Verdict. It, the Verdict, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, dealing with uh, The Verdict, dealing with the uh, Trayvon Martin case, George Zimmerman case. Uh, man, it was a very powerful show, man. We, we had a lot of people to come through and vent and express themselves and, and get all that energy out there, man. Uh, we, we're going to continue, a, uh, continue a, another mode of that show this upcoming Sunday at 6 p.m. We will be talking about the vilification of the black man part two. Uh, we do have that in our archives. Make sure you guys go back and check out all of our archives. Uh, great shows that we had before. Man, we appreciate everybody for supporting us. Thank each and every one of you guys. We are the middlemen. And uh, today, man, we're going to leave you guys with this right here. This young man supported us. We supported him. Um, I think there's a good record right here, man. Y'all check it out. Y'all know who it is when you hit it. If you don't, he'll tell you who it is. You're listening to The Middleman on Talk of the Town. This is Blog Talk Radio, Middleman Radio. It's
1: going down. And they and all once told me you could determine the worth of a song within 15 seconds of the playing. With complete and utter lack of the fact that it takes all three minutes and 40 seconds of a song to comprehend what I'm saying. It ain't a single if it don't fly. It ain't a hit if it don't ride. Now you couldn't tell me the components of a smash, but that ringtone's were at an all-time high. And a rapper's only as big as a chain. Slash you the bell. They say that money made the world go round. You never lost till you lose your crown. And they don't love you till you're underground. Or when you're maxing out your bank account. Yeah, you do it all just to live the life. Even if it means you don't live it right, and even if it means you don't survive the night, but even if you do, you won't survive the hype of American rap. to the limit, just to get a five wheel boy, grain kitty, ride around town like I never lived in it. Gun in my dash, pray I never kill with it. I'm that real with it, got my eyes on the pride. Be a steel dude, mother, nine up five, searching for a freak down the booth once or twice. Wanna buy a bottle, but I ain't paid my title There's no lie. They ain't found a killer. Why mama say she worried? Cause I rap about the government and how the church caked though. But people out to struggle That's real though. I just call it how it is, folks. I'm breathing for a reason. What you hear for? They got us where the villains do it, chill folks. Cause they murdered all the heroes. They say that money made the world go round. You never lost till you lose your crown. And they don't love you till you on the ground. But when you are messing out your bank account, yeah, you do it all just to live the life.
3: Right there, American Rap Star, man I'm telling you now, that song right there It, it basically kind of summed up What we were talking about tonight, you know Your records are either going to have some substance to them Or you're just going to be doing records, man Don't waste your time talking about nothing, man Have something to say If you don't want to talk about something, don't say nothing You did listen to the Middleman Talk Show tonight Make sure you spread this show out Share it with your friends. It'll be available um, available for download in the next few minutes or so. Download it, put it on your iPod, your Android, whatever the case may be. Uh, man, we appreciate each and every one of y'all, and we are out. Make sure you come back and check us out this Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern, The Vilification of the Black Man Part 2. Appreciate you. Yeah. Bell yeah.
1: Yeah. five. Middle men. Yeah. Fell five. Oh, follow me at felt 5 on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, it's the top of the town, man. It's so ill. we talking real news in the music business here. Take your opinion in the chat or you can call in. Hey, they be going in. Hey, they be going in. On them guests in the industry. Doing no more things, most guests don't see. Keep the to the ground, and you will see. Most things ain't what they're meant to be. Cut to the shades in the real McCoy. Telling you that they ain't gonna toy around with no issue. Shedding light on dark signals. Yes, and, and, and now they own